imagine if I told you there was like this mythical magical position that exists and that if you could maintain it it would well keep you on board the majority of the time well there is and it does exist and today I want to talk all about it oh it's a goodie listen in Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to, well, in this case, stay balanced and stay on board in the saddle, two really important components to building any sort of confidence in yourself and in your abilities. And on that, I would love to invite you to a free online training that I'm having this coming Wednesday, the 27th of February, 2019. Um, it is online. You can join in from anywhere in the world. And it basically is going to go through the six basics that I am going to suggest that you, as a novice rider, focus on in your riding that you will get instant results from. And not instant results in the way that we want to start moving you forward, okay? And moving you forward from where? Well, from being a passenger to actually being a rider. What does that mean? If you're spending the majority of your time in the saddle thinking and worrying and fixing yourself, okay? that you're you're pretty much a passenger okay you're allowing things to happen to you whereas if you can then transition across so that you are you're still can we say worrying about yourself worrying is the wrong word you're still kind of looking at what you're doing but you're doing it through the lens of how it is influencing the horse's way of going okay that's where I want to take you. That That is the transition. That is where we want to get from. We want to get from just worrying about ourselves and, you know, ooh, are my heels down and am I sitting up and all this fun stuff. And we want to take it across to, okay, ooh, I noticed when I applied that aid at that time, I got that response. Now, what'll happen if I do this a little bit differently? And by doing so, you're then influencing the horse's way of going and of course, positively influencing the horse's way of going. That's where we want to take it to. If you're interested, you can join me over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar. As I said, it is free and I will be sending out a replay to everybody who registers. So even if you can't make it on the day, um, I will get the replay to you. Okay, today I want to talk about this magical position. That's not that magical at all. Um, it is <laughs> what, what I kind of refer to as the click your fingers rule, okay? I know, how basic does that sound? But bear with me on this one. Basically put, if I was in the arena with you, okay? Now, I don't have to be in the arena with you. You can do this anywhere in the world, okay? But if I was in the arena with you and I was looking at you and your horse and you and your horse are traveling along there and you're, it doesn't matter what you're doing, walking, trotting, cantering, jumping, it makes no odds, okay? You're traveling along and I went and I managed to make your horse vanish, just like that okay abracadabra and your horse disappeared would you land on your feet that's it that's the question you ask yourself and if the answer is yes well congratulate yourself because that is really good that is what you're aiming for however for many riders that is not what's happening okay now first and foremost this rule this magicking your horse away clicking your fingers and the horse vanishes rule of where you're going to land I feel it really and truly is applicable to all areas of riding whether you as I said are jumping a jump and it doesn't matter if you're kind of ascending over the jump you're descending after the jump you're right on top of the jump 
it makes no odds. You're at the stride before, you're at the stride after. It doesn't make any difference. Whether you are in walk, in trot, in canter, whether you are transitioning from any of those gates into another gate makes no difference. Whether you're going up a hill, whether you're going down a hill makes no odds, okay? You want to be able to click your fingers and if the horse were to vanish, you would land on your feet, okay? When you do this, what it means is that you are balancing yourself, okay? And I know this seems really strange, but really and truly, when we are tipped too far forward or too far back at any one time, so we're tilting or we're tipping, whatever the case is, we are no longer balancing our own bodies. And one of the mistakes that many novice riders make is that they feel that the horse has to balance them. That's not the horse's job. The horse's job is to do whatever you are asking him to do, okay? Your job is to remain balanced while you ask him to do it and while he actually carries out whatever it is that you've asked him to do. That's your job. You have to remain balanced. You have to become responsible for your own balance. And the only way you can do that is by applying this click your fingers rule, okay? I'm clicking my fingers a lot here, haven't I? But seriously, it, it really and truly, it, it does come down to just applying this simple rule. Now, a lot of the time when riding instructors are in the arena, um, and if you've gone for any riding lessons, you will have heard the, the alignment of the head, the shoulder, the hip, and the heel. That is the same thing, okay? If you align your head, your shoulder, your hip, and your heel, and bearing in mind that your hip is kind of midway, it's the point of your hip, it's, it's not at the front by your belly, and it's not at the back by your bum, it's in the middle, okay? If we're looking at a side profile of you on the horse, it's the middle. Same thing for your shoulder, head, think of your ear, okay? So you want to kind of middle ways, okay? Think of middle all the way. Um, but as you are aligned there, if, if the horse magically was to vanish, you would land on your feet. And that is what the riding instructor is trying to get across to you. That's what they're trying to tell you, to explain to you, okay? Um, is that you need to be balanced. And think about it, if you're jumping, let's say we want to go jumping now, and we're in our jumping position, we, the same thing applies, we have to be balanced ourselves. If you are throwing yourself too far forward, which very often happens when riders grip with their knees, they'll grip with their knees, they kind of, their knees act like, almost like tweezers, little pinchers, okay? And their lower leg just swings back because, well, it's doing nothing else, isn't it? So it's swinging back up. So their lower leg's up there. Their heel is somewhere by their bum, okay, as they go over the fence. And their whole upper body is lying on the horse's neck. Now, let's apply the click our fingers rule. What's going to happen there? Well, it's not going to be very pretty, is it? But seriously, you want to, as well, over jumps, be balanced. And how you balance it is by thinking about your shoulders and your bum. I know we're talking in very simple layman terms here, but it's the easiest way I can get you to kind of think about all this right now as, as, we're, as you're listening to this. If you could think of your shoulders and your bum basically balancing themselves out. You know those traditional old weighing scales where the one balances the other? Well, that's your shoulders and your bum. And they're kind of almost pivoting on top of the lower leg, which is centered in there, okay? And that's that's the pivot, and, and it's lovely, and, and they're lovely and balanced. That is how, and then, and then your shoulders, of course, because you're lovely and balanced, your shoulders are now free to allow the horse, if necessary. There you go, and you know, very often, there, there doesn't need to be a big necessary sort of a stretch there. We're only jumping very small, okay? But anyway, it is there, okay? So very, very important that you understand that now. What happens when we are falling? Okay, so let's say we've clicked the fingers, bump, 
and you've either fallen on your face or you've fallen on your bum because that's usually the two ways you've fallen. If you're falling on the one side or the other, ooh, okay, then you really need to go back to the drawing board on this. But let's say you're falling on your face or on your bum. Usually what's happened is the seat, if we bring it right back to basics, there is an incorrect positioning of the seat in the saddle okay so you want to think of your seat as being lovely and balanced it's pointing straight down you've two seat bones there they're pointing straight down straight underneath you okay there's like a line that you could draw it and it goes straight down to the ground underneath you when your seat is tipped forward or tipped back that is where your upper body becomes unbalanced. And in doing so, you're putting an awful lot of excess pressure onto your legs and your legs usually end up by either going too far forwards, which would happen when your seat is tipped forwards, or too far back, which happens when your seat, is, sorry, when your seat is tipped back, your legs go too far forward. When your seat is tipped forwards, your legs are going too far back, okay? Now, when that is happening, you need to, first of all, start, a lot of people try and fix the symptom. And we're going to be talking more about that in a couple of weeks. But the symptom would be maybe the lower legs. OK, and they're trying to fix that. But th that's only a symptom of the seat being incorrect. So you really need to try and pair this all the way back to trying to find the cause. And then from there, working forwards and aligning your whole body. And again, using those that line, that head, shoulder, hip, heel line. OK, thinking about it or in simpler terms, the click your fingers, the horse vanishes, where are you going to fall line? Now, what many riders find as well is that they can maintain this position because it is a position. Is it a position or a posture? I suppose it is a, it's both really, isn't it? Um, you do need correct posture in order for this position to work. So it's probably both. But in order to maintain it, um, you'll find that many riders can when they're, let's say, trotting or cantering or walking. Um, they're able to maintain this and it's lovely and if you clicked your fingers they would indeed and made the horse vanish they would indeed land on their feet however through the transitions it goes a little bit wonky so if we take the maybe trot to canter transition you'll find a lot of the time riders will throw themselves forward it's almost like they're cantering no 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 <laughs> your horse has to canter not you not your job okay you have to just ask the horse to canter and then let the horse canter but um very important um that you remain aligned through that transition remember the more aligned you are the more balanced you are and the more balanced you are well the more balanced the horse is and the more you're giving the horse fair chance to actually carry out and do whatever it is you've asked him to do okay so another one would be a downward transition a lot of riders tend to lean backwards so again, if we clicked our fingers, they would land on their bum if the horse was to vanish out from underneath them, okay? that What that ends up doing is digging into the horse's back. So their seat now is no longer, they are no longer the feather, okay? <laughs> they are not at one with the feather anymore. And now they've become very heavy. In fact, they've become shovels onto their horse's back. They're digging away there with their two seat ones. But seriously, what ends up happening is the horse then hollows out from underneath the rider so that's where you get this very jerky bumpy transition because the rhythm has been affected because basically the horse is no longer connecting back to front the horse can't because the rider has started to dig a hole in its back okay so i want you to just think about this the next time you're on the horse i want you to think about if somebody was to click their fingers and magically make your horse vanish would you land on your feet and then put everything you're doing through that filter everything just just start seeing get people to take random photographs of you look at random photographs of yourself that have already been taken and would you pass the click 
your fingers rule, okay? If you do, well done. You are probably well on your way to having a lovely independent seat. And if so, I'm going to probably suggest that the, the webinar that I'm having this coming week is probably not for you. There will be one in a couple of weeks time and that would be more suited for yourself. But if you're finding that, ooh, ooh, look at that. <laughs> that was definitely a face plant or whatever the case is. Um, that is where maybe on this coming Wednesday, the 27th of February 2019, I could maybe help you to, well, straighten that out and, well, let's get the click your fingers rule working for you in your writing. And once again, you can join, that's absolutely free. You can join it over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar. Okay, I hope you have a great week. Keep well, and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye. Bye.